This is Today in History, December the 2nd. On this day in 1804, Napoleon Bonaparte crowns himself Emperor of the French. Also on this day in 1927, Ford Motor Company unveils its Model A automobile that replaces the Model T. And in 1939, New York Municipal Airport LaGuardia Field, later named LaGuardia Airport, goes into operation as an airliner from Chicago lands at one minute past midnight. Also on this day in 1954, the United States Senate passes a 67 to 22 resolution condemning Senator Joseph McCarthy of Wisconsin, saying he had acted contrary to senatorial ethics and tended to bring the Senate into dishonor and disrepute. While our friend Sanctimonious Stu was advising the Irish said that my first name advising Europe. You better go to a psychiatrist. I want no psychological bribes from you. Nobody in the Senate knows more about how to avoid testifying than the junior senator from Wisconsin. And on this day in 1975, the Ohio State University running back Archie Griffin becomes the first player in history to win the Heisman Trophy two years in a row. Following in the footsteps of his three older brothers, all football stars, the young Griffin trained hard to get into shape and lose the nickname Tank, given to him by his childhood football coaches. He had an impressive high school career, rushing for 1,737 yards and scoring 29 touchdowns during his senior year in high school. At OSU, Coach Woody Hayes hesitated before putting Griffin in the starting lineup, but relented after he put up a tremendous 239-yard performance off the bench in a come-from-behind victory over North Carolina during his freshman season. I really didn't know that they would give it to anybody twice. But deep down in my heart, I always looked at the Heisman as a team award. I mean, it was uh, an award where I did well because of the offensive linemen and, and our offensive football team. Also on this day in 2001, Enron files for bankruptcy. An energy trading company based in Houston, Texas, Enron was formed in 1985 as a merger of two gas companies, Houston Natural Gas and Internorth. Under their chairman, Kenneth Lay, Enron rose as high as number seven on Fortune Magazine's list of the top 500 U.S. companies. In 2000, the company employed 21,000 people and posted revenue Revenue of $111 billion. Four days before Enron filed for bankruptcy, the stock price down to 61 cents a share. Analysts for two firms investing in the partnership, Credit Suisse and J.P. Morgan, still rated Enron's stock a strong buy or long-term buy. But over the next year, however, Enron's stock price began a dramatic slide, dropping from $90 in August of 2000 to 26 cents, closing November the 30th, 2001. And on this day in 1972 the temptations earned their final number one hit over the course of their storied career the temptations placed 38 hit records in the top 40 not just more than any other motown records artist but more than any american pop group ever 
Beyond their quantitative achievements, the Temptations also embodied the original Motown ideal that the records mattered more than the people who made them, for good and for bad. Various intrigues, upsets, and tragedies saw the Temptations lineup change almost annually during their heyday, but the turmoil went largely unnoticed by the record-buying public. Indeed, in an era when pop groups were coming to be known as much for their personalities as their individual members as for their music, the Temptations, a group in which all five members sometimes sang lead, remained essentially unknowable other than their incredible records. Formed in Detroit, Michigan in the early 1960s, when members of two vocal groups called The Distance and The Primes came together as the Elgins, The Temptations took on the name under which they would become famous shortly after signing with Barry Gordy's fledgling Motown Records in 1961. Even as the personnel shifted due to internal politics and ultimately the death of one of the original members Paul Williams by suicide in 1973, The Temptations kept churning out hits well past the era when Motown first became famous for creating the sound of young America. Indeed, The Temptations were alone among the stars that emerged from Hitsville, USA in successfully navigating the transition from the 60s to the early 70s, evolving from the glorious love poetry of songwriter Smokey Robinson on his early hits The Way You Do the Things You Do and My Girl to the funk-fueled social commentary of producer Norman Whitfield and songwriting partner Barrett Strong on Ball of Confusion. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. December the 2nd, 1972. On this day in history. It was the 3rd of September That day I'll always remember Yes, I will Cause there was a day That my daddy died I never got a chance to see him Never heard nothing but bad things about him Mama, I'm depending on you Tell me the truth Mama just hung her head and said, son Papa was around the snow Wherever he let his hat was his home And when he died Oh, leave him, that's what I'm 